1: Better keep calm. What
0: the hell,
1: man? Still in control and the overwhelming feelings of rage. No,
0: a normal amount of rage.
1: It's time to solve a mystery.
0: We figure out who A is and how to stop him. What exactly are we looking for?
1: I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, August 18th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Less than a week after the passing of Anne Hayes, the L.A. County Coroner's office has revealed her cause of death. The actress died August 11th at the age of 53 after five days in the hospital following her involvement in a fiery car crash. The coroner's office has officially ruled her death an accident as a result of inhalation and thermal injuries, with a secondary cause of a sternal fracture due to blunt trauma also listed. A full investigative report from the coroner's office is still pending. The Los Angeles Police Department said Heche, who suffered a severe anoxic brain injury in the wake of the crash, had narcotics in her system. She remained in critical condition until she was declared legally dead on August 12th, but she remained on life support to allow one legacy foundation enough time to find donor recipients who would be a match. The actress was an organ donor, and she was taken off life support on August 14th after a match was identified. Executives behind The Wendy Williams Show say its host didn't know that her long-running talk show had been canceled, despite repeated communication that her tenure at the head of the program had come to an end following a months-long back-and-forth over health issues. In a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter, production distributor Debmar Mercury co-presidents Ira Bernstein and Mort Marcus revealed that they had multiple conversations with Williams amid her unexpected and prolonged absence across the show's 13th season and had to tell her several times that the show was ending despite having publicly announced its conclusion in February as a result of her leave. Bernstein recounted that Williams appeared to be confused about the show's cancellation following a revolving door of 16 guest hosts filling in for her on season 13. One of those hosts, former View panelist and actress Sherry Shepard, would eventually inherit the vacant slot with her own talk show. One of the biggest questions surrounding the second season of Yellow Jackets has been answered. Who is playing adult Lottie? It was revealed at the end of the first season of the Showtime drama, which follows a high school girls soccer team that stranded in the wilderness after a plane crash, that Lottie was one of the survivors of the crash and subsequent 18 months in the wild. It was also revealed that she now runs a cult? Well, since that moment, fans have wondered who would play the adult version of the character. And now Showtime has announced that Simone Kessel will take on the highly anticipated role. Additionally, Courtney Eaton, who plays Teenage Lottie, has been up to a series regular for the second season. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. The Liars are finally going to get some answers after a dramatic first season filled with near-death experiences and a few actual deaths. Pretty Little Liars Original Sin, today's number three pick, is dropping its final three episodes, which will bring more than one mystery to an end. First up, there's the question of who sexually assaulted Tammy and Imogen, a story that co-showrunner Lindsay Calhoun Bring was passionate about telling.
0: That's a tricky story to tell, and that's a, a, it's an ambitious story to tell in a heightened horror slasher show, Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, Roberto could have said, ooh, do we want to go there? That's going to be tough. That's really dark, but Roberto said, I think this is important, and I support us telling the story, and how can we tell this story Um, in a way that is sensitive and in a way that will be meaningful to audiences. And and what can we do to prop this story up? So I'm really, really glad that we um, I'm really proud of that story. I'm proud that we told it.
1: As for the larger mystery of who's been masquerading around town, killing people as the masked villain, a fans can also expect some answers there. Unlike the original Pretty Little Liars, this show is not interested in dragging out its mysteries. Here is executive producer Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa. When we kind of set out and, and sort of started all the mysteries
0: running at the beginning of the season, I think we both, without even talking about it, we
1: both kind of wanted to answer the mysteries and wanted to make sure that, you know, everything was kind of answered uh, uh, so that there weren't, weren't huge cliffhangers with people feeling cheated. Well, Millwood will never be the same after the first season finale of Pretty Little Liars' Original Sin. You can watch it right now on HBO Max. It's time to get back in the kitchen with our number two pick today, the season four premiere of Selena Plus Chef. Selena Gomez returns to HBO Max to sharpen her cooking skills with some of the world's most renowned chefs, this time at the beach. In her first three episodes, which dropped today on the streamer, the actress will welcome chefs Ludo Lefebvre, who you might remember was Selena's very first guest chef, Kristen Kish, and Devon Francis. Let's listen in on her lesson with Devon, which includes one of the first uh uh-ohs of the season. Voila. Perfect. Slip your finger under so that it all comes out in one piece. Yep. Okay. And then you're gonna repeat that with your other four bananas. Alright, girls, wanna do one? Sure. Grab a knife. Are you following the line, ladies? Mm, not really. Stay inside the lines. Okay. Oh no, I messed <gasps> this up. Oh, first cut of the season. Oh, oh, oh no. Ready? The sad part about it, Devon, is that oh it God. wasn't even what I was doing that. It was what I was putting it to the side.
0: Oh that's even got more it. embarrassing.
1: but I'm gonna put on a band-aid and we will be good to go. Done. Yikes, uh, sounds like Selena is still working on those knife skills. Other chefs you will see this season, by the way, include Rachel Ray, Maddie Matheson, Adrian Cheatham, Priya Krishna, Paola Velez, Nick DiGiovanni, and Gordon Ramsay, who'll be the first chef to join Selena in person. Let's listen to this preview of the entire season.
0: All right, you guys ready? Selena and
1: chef take Malibu. I'm I'm so nervous. This year, I'm getting out of town. Selena and Chef, season four. Whoa. Oh my god, that view. And even more out of my comfort zone. <gasps> oh my gosh, Rusty. Continuing to learn all I can from the best chefs in the world. I'm so happy to be cooking with you. Who, me? <laughs> it's Luna.
0: I can't wait to see your new skills. I don't have too much hard time to give you. Oh, I'm sure you'll find something. <laughs> Let's talk food, shall we? Let's do it. Sweet corn and baby carrot with smoked yogurt. The he toast with a nice cilantro chutneys. A pesto pasta inside a Parmesan cheese wheel. We are stick into a summer theme of light, bright, entertaining.
1: I'm so excited to torch something with you. I'm
0: standing <laughs> way clear. You're amazing in the kitchen. Oh, my God, oh,
1: oh, oh. oh. Selena.
0: Perfection is perfection, you know? I might need to call you instead of my therapist. It ain't me!
1: There's a note in this okay. one. There's a delivery that got a bit delayed.
0: Oh my god, hi! You?
1: You're our first in-person chef Ever. on the show.
0: On a scale of one to ten, how good are we? Seven, eight? Five.
1: Oh! I get to meet awesome people and make cool food like this well I'm, I'm sure with Gordon's help Selena and her pals are far from f- well let's just say I'm sure they'll have some delicious meals by the end of it the first three episodes of Selena Plus Chef are streaming on HBO Max now anyone else getting hungry? Just me? It's trivia time. In the new Disney Plus series, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which we'll get to in just a minute, Jamila Jamil plays She-Hulk's enemy, Titania. Now, she's a classic Marvel supervillain who appears in the comics alongside Doctor Doom. But this isn't actually Jamil's foray into comic book projects. Which of the following comic book adaptations was Jamila Jamil involved in before She-Hulk became her fifth comic book feature? Harley Quinn, DC League of Super Pets, or Marry Me? Stick around for that answer and our number one pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Adam MacArthur voices Yuji Tadori in the English dub of the anime show Jujutsu Kaisen, which you can stream on Crunchyroll. And he is putting his voice to work again when we ask him the question, a very important one, you know it, what you watching?
0: I have been watching two amazing shows. Uh, they are both very different. The first one is Animal Kingdom Season 6 on TNT. This show is a mix between Breaking Bad, Bloodline, Ozark. It takes place in Oceanside, California, so it's got this California vibe, and I love it. It's thrilling. I've been following the Cody family since Season 1, and this is their sixth and final season, so I'm super excited to see where it ends up. My second show is The Challenge. Uh It's currently airing on CBS, although this show has been on MTV for 20-something years. I've been watching it since I was in high school in the late 90s, and I highly recommend getting into The Challenge. If you like shows like Survivor, Big Brother, it takes the challenges that they have on those shows and really ups the ante. So if you love competition reality, The Challenge is for you. I highly recommend it. The
1: Marvel Cinematic Universe is smashing its way into meta comedy with She-Hulk. Attorney at Law, today's number one pick. The new Disney Plus series is a half-hour legal comedy starring Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters, the cousin of a certain mean green Avenger who accidentally inherits his Hulk powers and becomes She-Hulk. But Jen has no desire to become a superhero like her cousin, Bruce Banner. She just wants to get back to her job as an attorney, have a little luck on dating apps, and stop having her mother badger her about when she's going to have kids—all super relatable things—minus Jen's new six-foot-seven, super-strong, green look. Here is a preview. Jennifer Walters. Namaste.
0: I just want to be a normal lawyer. There is no going back to what you were before. I'm not going to be a superhero. This is your life now. Who the hell are you? I'm Daredevil. I just want to make sure that you don't think this is one of those cameo every week type of shows. i well, except Bruce. Yeah. And Blonsky. Whoa! Chase <laughs> back now! And then... All right, Aura, right, calm down. And Wong.
1: Call my lawyer. Yeah.
0: Jennifer Walters attorney at law
1: That is not how we work through our issues Lawyer show With cameos from Marvel stars like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, a.k.a. Smart Hulk, and Tim Roth as Emil Blonsky, a.k.a. Abomination, and Benedict Wong as Sorcerer Supreme Wong, and Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, and who knows who else could smash their way onto the show this season, She-Hulk Attorney at Law is a true delight for any MCU fan looking for a lighthearted take on what the day-to-day lives really are like for the super-powered. The series premiere is streaming now on Disney+. Trivia. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following comic book adaptations was Jamila Jamil involved in before She-Hulk became her fifth comic book feature? Was it Harley Quinn, DC League of Super Pets, or Marry Me?, Well, it's actually a bit of a trick question. The answer is all of them. Jamil voiced Eris in Harley Quinn Bachelorette, Wonder Woman in DC League of Super Pets, and played Anika in Marry Me. Yep, that Marry Me, the film starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson with an earworm of a theme song, is indeed based on a comic book. The film has a very similar premise to the comic, which was written by Bobby Crosby. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shepp, Samantha Heifel, and Sydney Buxbaum. Written and produced by Ashley Boucher. Edited by Lauren Klein. Hosted and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Chanel Johnson.
0: One, two, watch.